all NBA. For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. I mean, let's talk about Looney because I mean, he has now outplayed completely the value of his contract. I mean, he is severely underpaid. What kind of contract mm-hmm. should he be making, Justin? <laughs> well, we've seen him completely outplace a bonus this series. Um, so maybe him is a bonus to switch contracts. I mean, based he on plays the all centers, 82. Outside of Anthony Davis, based on the centers remaining, and, and, and Jokic, like, I'm not talking about that. But is he not, like, the, what, maybe the third best? Uh, indeed, but like uh, outside of the well, damn too. Outside of the non-star, like all the bigs that made all-star teams, cool. But other than that, including Sabonis at this point, um, yeah, none of them I would rather have over Loon. Like I can't even think of I who's, mean, who's, who's he left. Just kept getting some rebounds after rebound. Oh my gosh, right. Loon! Thank you for making me look like a smart woman. I always believed in you. He's just so solid. Like he's just one of those. Like he, it's a big game. You know, Loon's gonna come through. How many twenty? How many twenty rebound games has he had in the playoffs in his career? Like this got to be like his fifth one or something. Like it's really he it's has crazy. White Howard for something. He says some history too. Dude is crazy. I think he averaged fifteen rebounds this series. The Warriors needed every single one. Um, they're gonna I need mean... him to play play well next series because AD is a tough cover and. You know, the Warriors, I mean, the, the Lakers are, quote, unquote, the bigger team. So we're going to need Loon to play even bigger. But I have no doubt that he'll come through on that. Man. Sabonis is making double what he's making. And Looney out rebounded I mean, about almost 30. With the bargain. I hope. I hope he is rewarded with his next contract. Like, even if he's not fully playing at that level, I hope they give him a little something because of what he, you know, you know, mm-hmm. the way like you gave Andre Iguodala one of them nice contracts, you know, like maybe a little bit yeah. of that, even if it's like a short two year one, but he deserves it. He does. He does. We already, we already talked about how he's pretty much the new Andre on this team. So it's only fitting that, you know, he get, he get compensated accordingly. Going to the bench, not making a big deal about it. I mean, there was a time we thought we still needed a starting center over Loon. It's amazing. They spent so much time looking for their starting center, who it should be, and was right with them the whole time. I mean, this is the just remarkable when you think about how his career started, all of the injuries, and yes, the pump fakes. And the needing to gather will always <laughs> drive me crazy. But I mean, come on. Wait, nobody saw this coming, really. No. <laughs> nobody saw this coming. Except like, for Layman Except for Layman That guy. Man. He's came so he's came so far though. Like, this is the type of stuff that dynasties are made of. You get guys like this on a bargain who just keep getting better year after year you know, found found his niche in the NBA and on this team and just excels at it at a level that is just ridiculous. Like, so steady, played all 82 games, 
Like, who would have thought that we'd be here with, with Loom? But I mean, people are they like, can't what win without him. Who are your bigs? What are you going to do? Son. <laughs> Our we big is grabbing 20 boards, son. <laughs> never worried about that. Iron Man Loom. Different. Man, he was supposed to be he was supposed to be a KD type of player coming out of college or high school. He just turned into the modern Dennis Rodman, and it's his his wild. It's really wild. So, uh, I mean, the war. I mean, look, this is the matchup everybody wanted. This is what the NBA wanted, which is why I'm surprised they didn't work it out to give them some extra spaces in between them games. Like there's a bunch of old dudes on both of these teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, pace in this series is definitely, you know, the Warriors friends when they get there. Listen, what's so interesting too about today, um, Steph controlled the pace. Like they didn't let Mm -hmm. them get out and run. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, maybe the key is the Warriors just have to slow it down. Even though they, they like to play fast, they like to slow it down. They need to slow it down. And I just thought like, once it was like, Really, I guess it was like fourth quarter, but the way Steph kept like didn't speed it up, ate a lot of the clock. He knew exactly what mm-hmm. he wanted to do, just controlled the pace, just kept eating the time. They couldn't do nothing. And then he would just shoot a three or a drive or do whatever he did, a floater, and just like, you know, just killing them, you know, because they couldn't get the ball. They couldn't stop him. He's just eating clock. Not And, you know, they couldn't play the game that they wanted to play. I don't want to ever hear shit about every, all these other – because it's always Luca and Braun and no one can control a game like those guys. This is what, you know, people don't realize when, you know, you're letting Dre hold the ball and all that stuff. And that's – you know, Dre's good because sometimes they do need to run and they do need to move and he, you know, gets them doing that. But, like, don't ever think that Stephen Curry can't do this, you know? They play it in a way that it, you know, lets Draymond control a lot, but it's not because he cannot control a game like any of those other guys. And that's why I, when I like when you get to see these displays from him, because people really think he's not this great um, passer. You know, they think he can't like <laughs> rack up assists. They think he can't score in a variety of ways. They think, you know, he can't control pace. And I mean, these are people also who are sometimes Warriors fans and people who watch, you know, it's just like he can do all of these things just because they don't play like that doesn't mean he doesn't have the capacity. And I mean, this was a masterclass in controlling the pace. And the other team could do nothing about it. Nothing. And this is what I've been pulling my hair out about this entire series. I'm like, if we just take care of the ball make good decisions, have the the guys that need to be making these decisions, having the ball in their hands and just don't shoot yourself in the foot with just stupid turnovers and mistakes, then they should win by 20. And what did they do? They won by 20. <laughs> like, and the game seven. two games away. In game seven on the road. Listen, Wardell, thank you for sparing my heart because, listen, I was not in the mood for no nail-biter down to that. No, literally, because they take lives. They take years off our lives, Justin. Yeah. Those I would like a study to be done of people who are sports fans like us compared to someone who is not and pick someone who's, like, comparable relative health, age, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that, and see. Because I'm convinced these dudes take years off of our lives. 
Got to. Got to. All of the stress hormones and stuff is at peak levels. You know what I mean? Like, and I got like, It would really be nice if it's like a there. blowout. It would really be nice if they could just break this open. And I said, like, that's what I was going to say. Like, this game is not going to look at all like what people think it's going to look like because that's just the way it is, right? Like, it never goes how you think it's going to be because game sevens are not normally like this, which is why I said, you know, what, Justin, 130 when you had that tweet talking about that? I'm like, in a game seven, they're usually so ugly, but I should know also with two, like, great offensive teams, it probably wasn't going to be that bad. But, I mean, I think game seven is part of the reason, not Steph, but I think that's a reason a lot of people were missing free throws on both teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think uh, – I don't – I can't really speak for, like, Steph and Clay. I think Clay might have just been off Steph – I think Steph missed the first one and then rushed the second one because he was like, I'm going to just make this, and then he missed it. But Wiggs, Dre, and Loon, um, I think they were just so not gassed, but just, you know, playing defense, going for every rebound. Like, so I don't Wiggs think they had the had energy. had his first five, I want to say, and I was like, this is so great. Wiggs is making them. And then he just started missing them. I'm like, oh, my yep. God, please don't like kill me. I'm like, that man must be tired because he just – he wasn't close after <laughs> after the first five he made. Legs started to go a little bit. Um, but even the but, Kings, they were missing free yeah. throws too. Yeah. And I said, that, that's, I this is what I'm sure. saying. Like when it gets tight, when it's game seven, you started seeing more mistakes. You started, you know, yes. stupid fouls. Things like that, you know, you just, you, you seeing all kinds of stuff. Yep. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. They, they young players started looking real young, right? Fox five so turnovers and five fouls. Scared. Chris gonna tell us no one's scared <laughs> of the Warriors. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't be scared. That's cool. Don't be scared. You're gonna be um. I'm not being scared of the Warriors. It's the moment you don't want to. Right. You know, mess up. You you know, it's the nerves. They hit you. Yep. Exactly. And then once you when it gets to the point in, in a game seven where the team is taking away your first and second um, option and you need a, that third counter, the cream is going to rise to the top. Right. And we saw tonight they didn't have any counters. No. Right. They, I mean, he didn't even lean into that small ball lineup as long or as much as I thought he would. I'm not saying it was like it wasn't like super effective tonight, but I thought he could have like, I mean, he rolled with Sabonis and I, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I would have just rolled with one of the other guys because I mean, it's, it's not just this game. Sabonis was like neutralized in this series. He was really ineffective for the most part. Yeah. And Sabonis was playing well in the first half. I think he kind of gave Mike some false hope that he'll be able to do the same thing in the second half. And you also got to guess reward a guy when he is playing well. But the Warriors turned that shit up in the third quarter, and it was over with. Looney specifically, he's like, "You're not getting no more rebounds over me, bro. Like, it's over with." And punk, that's what happened. Bitch. <laughs> he the only one on the Kings. I don't like. I don't like him. I Harrison say, too. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of Harrison Barnes either. I was going to say Harrison too. He can, yeah, he can kick rocks. I understand he's be on this team, but I, he be giving some energy. I don't be feeling. Herder, I don't like Herder either. He's a hack. Every time somebody get a rebound, he's smacking down. 
He's doing little chippy stuff. Like he's one of those guys. You're not one of those guys, bro. Cut it out. But Fox respect. Uh, Monk respect. I didn't like Keegan Murray. Murray, major respect. He's going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, I like them as a team for the most part. They don't annoy me. Davion Mitchell, like, I like Trey Lyles annoys me. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Trey Lyles annoys me. I know, you don't like Why does he annoy you so much? Oh, we can go back and watch all the little shit that he was doing. Like, he's trying to truck people, (laughs) run people over on rebounds. Like, he's legitimately (laughs) playing dirty out there. Like, (laughs) it's just, he just does it on a slide, so you can't really see it. But he's a little weirdo, too. But yeah, I like the king. Like you said, I like the Kings as a team, their whole vibe. But it's just a little people, individuals in there that I'm like, ah. Uh, I definitely don't Dylan dislike Brooks. them like the way I, I do the Grizzlies, and I, I, I think, I think right. the Grizzlies are the next team to watch. Not, not the, the, the not the Grizzlies. Not saying the Grizzlies can't be good, but I, I oh. think. Yeah, you think the Kings? Are the yeah, next I team. mean I, the Kings. Yeah, I mean the Kings have a better coach. I'm sorry, like De'Aaron Fox is better than John Morant. John Morant has to change his style of play. Like, he can't be so reckless. He needs to get a reliable shot. Like, mm-hmm. he's an incredible player still, like, no doubt. But, like, I'd rather take De'Aaron Fox's skill set. And I feel like he tries more on defense. Yep. You know, I just. He's better. It, yeah. He's better he's defensively, better too. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's a better player. So, you know, um, it's hard to say because, I mean, the Kings had a great regular season, um, you know, but I, I wonder how they are feeling about Sabonis because this is like you need a, a center who's going to help you in the postseason, and that ain't him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you gave, I think up, they should you just... gave up a great piece in Halliburton, so they got to <laughs> – I mean, it may have never worked with Halliburton and Fox, but you gave up a great piece in Halliburton. Right. So it's like – you got to get more from him because at some point, just the regular season ain't enough. Yeah, I do think it's just so early in their process that I think they can take another year or two of Sabonis, even if it equals a first or second round exit, just to get that playoff experience for their main guys. And then once they're ready to move on from them, um, you know, they should probably make that move. As somebody on Twitter mentioned me and said, it's like the Fox Sabonis thing is kind of like Steph and, and David Lee real early when they started making the playoffs. And then once they were ready to move on for David Lee and replace him with a player that fit more winning basketball and Draymond Green, then they took off. But they, they needed those first two or three series. For sure. Uh, a belt. lot of comparisons to that 2013 Warriors team. You know, Marcus Thompson was definitely mm-hmm. one of the first who pointed it out to me before the series even started. Like when he was previewing it, he was like, you know, I kind of see them as like that 2013 team. And if they could push the Warriors like the way the Warriors pushed the Spurs, you know what I'm saying? They make a name for themselves. Granted, the Spurs were the second round and this was the first round, but they're the champs, right? And so right. they push the champs seven games. Right. Right. So yeah, even they, if we think some of this was fake and even if we think it should have been a shorter series, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I for sure respect them way more than I ever did the Rockets. Yeah. Just from a personality standpoint as well, I would never respect Chris Paul, but uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, um yeah, I I think they're the next team, honestly. I think they're the ones to watch, you know. Some Trey Young fans was getting mad in my mentions. I said that I said them other guys y'all trying to crown ain't it. 
Because, I mean, yeah, like, Luke is there, but, like, what are they doing in Dallas? What are they doing in Dallas? They fucked that whole shit up. He out of there, so. <laughs> yeah, they fucked that whole shit up. <laughs> they surely did. And it's going to be interesting to see what Kyrie does, because he could just dip, and they can be really shit out of luck. He had Lakers games. It seems like that Kyrie's telling us where he want to be. <laughs> I think he was at the, the, the Warriors game today. Kai? I think he was there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but he probably I mean, we'll he could see. end up there. He could end up with the Lakers. He could. He could end he up with could. the Suns. They have the money to sign him, right? And they can just outright sign him, right? They don't got to give anything up. Do they? I don't know. I think they got to make some decisions though, because I think Reeves is his contract is up, and there's a bunch of other people they got to potentially resign. So he could end up there. Yeah. That'd be well. Interesting. That's a conversation for another day. But, um, yeah, I mean, 